Welcome to the Find Your Voice, Change Your Life podcast with psychologist Dr. Doreen Downing. Listen in as Doreen interviews people who felt they didn't have a voice or who suffered extreme speaking anxiety. You'll hear stories about how they struggled to speak up, what they did to find their authentic voice, and the confidence they now feel to speak up and make an impact. If you want to get started right away to find your voice, download Doreen's free 7-step guide to fearless speaking at Doreen7steps.com. And now, here is Doreen. Hi, this is Dr. Doreen Downing, and I'm here with the Find Your Voice, Change Your Life podcast. Here I get to interview people who somewhere along the line have felt like they didn't have a voice. And then, of course, they took some kind of path, and that's what we're interested in today. What path did they take to find their voice? And now that they have a voice, what is their gift and what are they offering to us, this world of what we want to make a difference together? So today I get to be with my friend Steve, and Steve Peck is a business entrepreneur, and he's a purpose-driven entrepreneur. And I guess there's a a big difference between just being an entrepreneur and a purpose-driven, and I think just the word itself says something. Uh, Steve has had 30 years with marketing and sales strategies, so I think we can trust him to lead us and help us understand what's the best thing we can do about marketing. And I think what I read and what I understand from Steve is that When you know your prospects and when you know what your message is, you can help your prospects with that kind of, you know, there has to be a resonance, it seems like, you know, so the messaging is what's so important. So uh, we'll learn more about that later today when Steve tells us about what he's doing with uh, messaging and helping us make our message resonate with our prospects. So welcome, Steve. I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your life story because it is about your life. <laughs> so let's Thanks. start. Let's you're welcome. Thanks. Let's start with any kind of sense of because it is about somewhere along the line having felt like you didn't have a voice. What would you say about that first? For me, and I was re- it's funny because I actually realized this in preparing for today. Like I knew where I found it. I just didn't know where I lost it. Does it make sense? Oh, that makes total sense. I've never heard it framed that way, but I think that's so fascinating. And I think you got our attention right away here. <laughs> so for me, and there might be a lot of people like this, um, I had a voice and I was pretty active with it. I'm an introvert. So You know, what active means to me is different than for other people. But for an introvert, um, I was um, I was active through high school, through college, through the first years of uh, my career. And um, when I was 32, I took a job with a company that um, I'll just say this. So we did a team management index. If anybody knows what that is, and they. It doesn't matter because they took everybody on the team and they plotted them on a circle. And if it hadn't been for me, we would have had a flat tire. Right. So I was everybody was over here someplace here. I can't make the signs, but I was off on the other direction than them. And 
someplace in that period of time, I lost my voice. What I thought was people didn't really want to listen to me, right? And that became like a common thing in my life. It was like, oh, they just don't want to listen. So consequently, I became quiet. Quiet. It makes early. sense. It makes total sense with the, the um, are people listening? If nobody's listening, then why even speak? Why even draw attention to yourself? Yeah, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And it actually made no sense if in a way, right? Because at this time I was director of um uh director of corporate planning for a pretty large company, a multi-million dollar company, and I did I did acquisitions. So I was the front person on an acquisition. So I would go out and kick a lot of tires. We were in the business of finding businesses that were in trouble and turning them around. So that's what I did. And um, and so like I was on the board of directors of some of these companies that we had, had picked up and things. But in any case, in that period of time, I became super quiet and just sort of went inward instead of going out, you know, anyways. Um, so if, if that's like you, you would probably know that that um, you just, you become quiet and you don't know why. Like, so I would go to meetings and I didn't know why I didn't say anything. And well, it's so different than previously is what you're, you're telling us is that that wasn't how you entered the business world. And in fact, you know, running around and saying, knocking on doors and acquiring people, you had to have a voice. And then, uh, so what is, what do you think, you know, how, how did you know that, or how did you come to know that people weren't listening? What, what were some of those indicators? Um, it was, well, I didn't know they weren't listening. I thought they weren't listening. Good distinction. Right? Yes. Yeah. So I was in a group of uh, mostly people who were metallurgical engineers, right? That's what most of the rest of the management was. And we had a couple of accountants, um, but that was sort of who they were. And then it was me. And my background, it's funny because my background is actually in physics, which is uh, pretty close to being an engineer. You know, it's uh, heavy math and science and stuff. But any, so in that, um, someplace along the line, I had like drifted off in my personality to, to be more inclusive, exploring, things like that, rather than factual, this is how it goes, right? And in that period of time, I just kind of decided, I must have decided that I, what I was saying, people weren't listening to, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's sort of like, it, uh, I was like speaking to no agreement. Well, that's an interesting way to put it. You're right. And there's, it's almost like there is a different language that you're talking about. Yeah, exactly. So and I didn't realize this. So this is all happening and I don't know it. So now it's it just, it's kind of funny now because I can go back and talk about it. But at the time, I didn't realize that that was going on. Um, so this goes on until um, I take a personal development seminar. 
It was a three-day thing. It was Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and a Tuesday night. And the Tuesday night is really critical. So I go to the weekend, and I was really looking for um, to be more effective, to be more productive like that. That's what I was going for. And what I found, anyway, so I found something different. On Thursday night, I didn't say anything the whole weekend, right? So I was I was following along this new model that I had built for myself that people don't really want to hear what I have to say. And I went, and on Tuesday evening, the guy who was leading it said, hey, like, you know, share what happened to you over the weekend. And I said, okay, well, I haven't said anything all weekend. It's time to, I better do this. So I raised my hand, I get called on, and there was a guy in front of me who got called on. And he told a story that was like, to me, it sounded like, oh, he just moved a mountain from the West Coast to the East Coast, which made me want to go back and sit down. You know, I just kind of like sunk down, like, because people weren't going to listen to me to begin with. And now he has told this great story and they're going to listen to me less. Right. It all adds up, doesn't it? it does. So that's what <laughs> that's what I was perceiving. And then I told this story. What had happened to me over the weekend, I'd gone home and I had asked my kids. I have six kids and I think now they're adults. But at the time, uh, my son, who's number five, he was two. So they must have been from one to like eight or ten, something like that. And um I went home and asked them what would make an exciting family. And I told this story and I went around and I, you know, what each of the kids said and things. And um, one of them said to me, well, make an exciting family is if we cleaned up after dinner and went outside and played together. And I was expecting, Hey, we're going to have to go to the amusement park every day. We're going to have to do all these things. And that was nowhere to be heard amongst my kids. So I told this story. And the whole time I, I'm looking down, right? I'm looking down because people aren't really going to listen to this story. I'm just going to tell it, get it over with, and go back and sit down. So I told this story. And there's about 300 people in the room. I told this story. And at the end, I looked up. And everybody was on the edge of their seats. Some of the people were crying. And at that instant, I realized it was me who didn't value what I had to say. It wasn't them. Oh, this is uh, so important what you're saying. It, that moment, uh, that transformational moment, and it brings just in listening to you, it, it illustrates, I think, to the listeners that you never know. You never know when you're going to wake up <laughs> to life and to yourself. Yeah. And, and it's, and that is not why I went to the seminar. I did not go to find my voice. All right. I did not go because I was quiet. I, none of those things. So, anyways, the rest of that's history. So that happened. And then I went about applying it in my life. I quit my job soon thereafter um, and ventured off on my own. 
Well, what you're saying about that particular moment is uh, you're, you're, it feels like it's so present. You're, you're talking about, I'm here now, I'm looking out, and there's this quality of presence and relationally, you know, you are noticing what the listeners are, uh, how they're receiving you. And so there's this kind of a circle, there's this connection that is finally made of uh, your, your voice, your presence, you <laughs> are reaching. And you, one of the words I used when I started today with you is resonate. And mm-hmm. that it feels like you just gave us an example of what resonance might feel like. You're looking out and you're resonating with your listeners. The listeners are resonating with you. And that feels like what your business is about, finding a message that resonates with people. So not only about voice, but about the kind of work that you do, too. feels like it yeah. all, all comes together. So anyways, that's kind of the whole. That's my whole story. It's a lot of branches and things from that, but that is the core to my story. Yeah, the, that uh, transformational moment is uh, like a light bulb went on for you. And I, what I like about it being a light bulb moment is that before the light bulb <laughs> went on, it was uh, you were in the shade or you were, you know, kind of holding yourself back and there wasn't a lot of um, there wasn't a like coming out of you. And that feels like what's different too. When I listen to you is like, Hey, he, the lights on inside of Steve now. <laughs> and the people you know, are going, yay. Yes. I, I am touched by the, by the light touched by the light. So that's wonderful. Thank you for sharing that story with us. And uh, also, it just, I'm sure that just the family, that whole kind of father that you are that would gather your children and listen to them and uh, let them have a voice. Yeah. And it's funny because today, now that they're adults, uh, one of, I don't know, one of my kids thinks this is a great thing. So we do it on everyone's birthday. Um, my my last birthday, when they went around and one of the kids wanted to know, like, what did, what did they like best about me, right? So they went around and we're all at a table, and it's like, well, like, well, how do how do I contribute to them the most? And it's funny because what they said was that I listen and I provide great advice. Uh-huh. You know, which is basically I wouldn't be doing it if it hadn't if when if it hadn't gone back to that moment. I wouldn't really be doing that because I wouldn't have confidence in my own voice. Right, right. And that moment also, if you're looking out at an audience, what you're doing there is receiving them, which is a kind of listening. You're listening to them, listening to you. And uh, so that's that's fabulous. Uh, a father who listens and gives advice, not just gives advice, but listens first. <laughs> That's wonderful. And so all this must transfer over into the kind of work that you do now. So tell us how, what you're up to nowadays. So it's funny because I just moved and I'm, I'm actually kind of using this to refresh myself. Right. Um, I used to do a lot of stuff on LinkedIn. I still do some, uh, but not as much. And, um, 
I really help people get to the core of their business. What what is it that they're trying to do? And it may not be what they think they're doing, right? I'll just tell you a really quick story. Um, I worked with an IT company. They did programming. And that's what they thought they did. And after talking to them for a while, what I realized was what they did is they helped their customers. I guess I'm going to call them their customers. They helped a group who were like ideal referral partners get more business. Right. So by they basically shifted their whole model around and they began marketing to these people, the people in the middle who provided them referrals and their business uh, shot up like out of nowhere because they were now focused on people who who had their ideal clients in in focus. They had them in focus. And they were able to provide that middle person with a way to make additional revenue by showing by introducing them to the final client. Does that make sense? Well, I think what I get is that you look at the whole uh, system. You don't just look at what they are doing or what they're saying. You you look at probably the spaces in between what they say they're doing. And that's what, to me, feels like whole, what you do. That's a good point. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, the spaces in between. Uh-huh. <laughs> and then let's, let's, because of you being so genuine today and telling your story, I think people may want to learn more about how they can find you and what you, what you can give them. Sure. So if they, they can reach out to me, one, they can find out more about me if they listen to my podcast, which is at a website, harnesstheweb.net. They can also find it on iTunes and all the podcast locations, and they can find it on YouTube. Um, they can also reach out at harnesstheweb.net. I think it's schedule hyphen with hyphen Steve. They can schedule a time to talk. And they can just have a 15-minute conversation with me about anything. You know, it doesn't have to be it's not a sales pitch or anything like that. It's just me listening to them and helping them get kind of straight with what they're going. And maybe I can help them, maybe I can't, but I'll be it's just a fun conversation. Oh, well, I think that the fun conversation with you is the invitation just to uh, have some time together with you and you're so you're so genuine and it's not like you're coming people would come and say hey you know are you going to sell me something it just feels hey i'm opening up a, a space for you let's let's uh talk just have a chat that sounds like what's uh really good so harness the web dot Dot net. Dot net. Okay. Net. Harness the web. Net. And that's, uh, you, you have a podcast and you interview, what, what do you do in your so interview? So I, so on my podcast, I interview entrepreneurs, right? And when really, you know, originally what I started out with several years ago was the idea that um, I would interview people who are using the internet and by interviewing them, that others who weren't using it could see that it was possible and they could and give them uh, the impetus to do something. Does that make sense? Yeah, like a bridge. 
Yeah, and it's, but it's kind of grown beyond that. So it's also now I really focus on um, for for my guest trying to. My, I tell them that my role is to make them look good, so that we're going to basically create um, some um, digital media that they're going to have a conversation. It's base. It's really an open conversation, and that they can in that. Um, look good in front of whoever they want us to reach and um, like that. Mm -hmm. Well, I think this theme today, you being a listener feels like it shows up right here for uh, the kind of work that you're doing with entrepreneurs and also with the podcast and your commitment to helping people be more of who they can be is what I get from you. Yeah. And, and it's, it goes back to that resonating thing you were talking about, mm -hmm. that if I can find the thing that's authentic about them, that will allow them to resonate with their market, right? Okay, and you have to say that one more time. That is that's profound. I love that phrase. So if I can find out what's authentic about them, then that will resonate with their market. Oh, that's so compelling, Steve. I was going to ask you to say one final word, but that seems like <laughs> I'm not sure you could say anything more profound than that and helpful for us. But yeah, to end, how would you like to end our conversation today? Um, just encourage people to step forward, right? That no matter what your fears are, no matter what you what's holding you back, no matter what it is, right? Whether it's just getting involved or it's just getting going to the next level, whatever that is, is to take that step, right? Look inside yourself, see what's what you're really saying in, internally, and then step forward into that. Oh, great. There you go. Listening again, listening to yourself. <laughs> Thank you so much, Steve. Well, thanks for having me. For sure. Bye. Bye. Thank you for being with us today for this episode of Find Your Voice, Change Your Life. Each person during interviews shares what has helped them find their voice. You can learn from these guests and find your voice so you can be confident to speak up and speak out. And remember to download Doreen's free seven-step guide to fearless speaking at Doreen7steps.com. We hope you enjoyed the show and will return next time. Until then, goodbye for now.